I know everyone has memories of cracking open some wonderful pistachios. I used to always throw a bag of the classic roasted, salted, wonderful pistachios in the cart when I was grocery shopping growing up. And I remember always having a bowl going in the kitchen while cracking them open. Roasted salted is still my classic, but recently I've been trying all the flavors. And I must say, even though I love in-shell pistachios for the activity of cracking them open, Wonderful Pistachios, no shell, salt and vinegar might just be my new favorite. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. There's six grams of protein per one ounce serving. That's packing a protein punch. Chili roasted, honey roasted, sea salt and pepper, jalapeno lime. There are so many flavors to try out and Wonderful Pistachios has become one of my favorite snacks recently. I need my snacks to be a good source of protein and I love when I can eat snacks with my hands. It's easy, it's fun, what more can you ask for? I also really like using the no-shell pistachios from Wonderful Pistachios to put on salads or rice bowls. Spring and summer salads are going to be so good. I can't wait to add the jalapeno lime ones to a fresh salad. And I've been using the chili roasted flavor on top of rice bowls recently. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more and find out where you can get wonderful pistachios near you. The weather is getting warmer here in Boston, finally, and I'm sure wherever you are in the world, you guys experience the same thing. The second the sun comes out, the second it gets warm, everyone says goodbye to jackets and sweaters and starts wearing spring and summer fits for the rest of time. I don't care if it gets rainy. I don't care if it gets colder again. I'm in spring and summer fits because I'm standing in my power. And I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul this year because it just felt fitting with a new era. And obviously, I want high quality pieces, but I don't want to spend a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince, and now I have a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year. Because these are high-quality pieces, they're staying in my wardrobe. The best part is that all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands, and they even show you on the website how much you're saving, which is awesome. Quince partners directly with top factories, cutting out the costs of the middleman and passes those savings on to us. I recently got a really, really nice linen set of like pants and a short sleeve button-up, both in white linen, which is awesome. And I know they're gonna be my staple all spring and all summer. So get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash goals for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash goals to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash goals. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Girls with Goals with your hosts, Anne Catherine and Caroline. I always get nervous, like halfway through every single episode, I'm always like, I wonder if they can discern our voices. Like if someone is new to listening, I wonder if like you know who's who. But then I'm like, well, we introduced ourselves in the beginning. But then I'm like, well, we probably sound the same. But then, but I actually, I feel like we probably don't because maybe we have different like speeds when we talk or like different tones. I feel like I talk and sometimes when I have a train of thought, I, like, have a lot of urgency in the way that I talk. Like, sometimes when I'm editing episodes and I listen to it back, I'm like, wow, I'm just, like, speeding and, like, have so much, like, urgency in the way that I'm speaking. And you might be a little more, like, chill. I am not sick this week, so that's a huge, <laughs> a huge thing. I went to um, record something, like, two nights ago. It was probably, like, 11.30 at night. And at this point in the winter... 8 o'clock, my voice goes away. I bet you so much money by the end of this episode, like, I will not have a voice. But I'm trying to record this thing, and I have to stop every sentence and, like, drink water, cough a little bit to, like, clear my throat, and then go again, because otherwise my voice just goes away. So, super fun part of, like, having to speak all the time (laughs) is when my voice goes away, I still have to speak. Today we want to talk about the power of appreciation. Because this is kind of a Thanksgiving special. We... I was going to do, like, a turkey noise. But do, then I was no. like... I was like, the only thing I could think of was, like, a... <laughs> like, a... Bah. And I don't really know I mean, if that's go a for turkey it. sound. I don't really know but then I decided that that probably, I feel like, like... I wasn't confident Wait, turkey's, it. like, gobble. Oh, yeah. I'm not gobbling. Keep going. I'm not gobbling. <laughs> so this is the Thanksgiving special. Um... But we just want to talk about the concept of, like, appreciation and gratitude in general in, like, a not-so-boring way, honestly. Like, in, like, a very fun way. (laughs) I don't really know what else to say about it. But not in, like, a sappy, like, gratitude. No, I don't like sap. I don't like sap. But but I do like appreciation. I do think it can be very powerful. And that's what we're going to talk about. But not before we talk about our highs and goals, obviously. First, high. My high your high actually is 
the final merch is in my hands at the moment which means it can be in your hands so so soon this we've had a few like renditions of the merch and this has been a process for so long because we've wanted to make it like really good quality for you guys we want to make it something that isn't like merch more of apparel so like if you don't listen to the podcast and you aren't like a an avid fan you don't need to be and you can still like eat it up but mm. if you are you're gonna eat it up so much yeah. more. i think it resembles more so like the the vibe the vibe the mindset the of the purpose. podcast instead of being like the podcast like you're not repping necessarily girls with goals you're repping the the vibe and the mindset that our show is and that you guys are as listeners of the show so i love it for that reason i love it because i made it so <laughs> <laughs> so that is coming very, very soon now that we have the final sample. We've confirmed it. We have a link in the description of this episode. And if you click that link, you are on the list to get all of the updates. You get the behind-the-scenes updates so that you know exactly when it's coming and you can be the first to know all of those details. So definitely go click that link. We're going to do a pre-sale for it so um, you guys can jump on it and then we'll get them... We'll get them to you, but um, as soon as possible, quite honestly. Quite honestly. So keep a lookout for, make sure you're following Girls with Goals Pod on Instagram and also both of us because that's where we're going to post all the updates, the link to everything. Of course, we'll put the link in like a podcast episode um, once it's out, but who knows? Maybe, maybe it'll be out sooner than the next podcast episode. So I'm super excited for that. That's definitely my highest high of the week, but of course I came locked and loaded with like six of them. Um... My, oh my god, my high week last night, I, I literally was like, I can't wait to say this on the podcast tomorrow. Saturday night last night, I'm not, I have such an aversion to going out. I genuinely, I don't know what it is, but I so would prefer not. I would simply have so much more fun not. And that's what I did. Last night, like, I hung out with my friends. They were, like, people were over before everyone went out. And then people now, I literally, I read a book. I had a CBD lollipop, and I had a, such good sleep, and it was incredible, and I loved it. That's nice. And that's that. And then, okay, my other high is that, um, and yeah, if you're wondering, yeah, it is the same book I've been reading since straight up July. We say that every episode. Because it's, I, I don't know what it is. I read it all the time, and somehow I'm only on page 65. I don't get it. It's, it's like heavy material, though. It is, but I'm like, what is going on? Surely I can read a book faster than it's like i'm literate but mm. i'm on page 65 and it's been well that's like my the mountain is you book i have read at least five other books during my reading of that book it's just like i pick it up and read like a chapter whenever i think well, of that's it. not what this one is this one is i read okay this is what i do because now i've been reading it like at night but it's so it takes so much brain power to read because i like to really absorb so the content re-read. and so i'm like i'm rereading i'm like highlighting shit and then it's I'm ready to go to sleep. Mm. I last about two minutes before my eyes are shut. And then that's that. But, um, good book. And similarly, last episode, I was, or a few episodes ago, I was sitting here trying to explain quantum entanglement because I just think it's a cool concept. And like, like I said, I would body being a, um, quantum physicist, but like in another life. And I, but to my excitement, Someone DM'd me that had listened to the podcast and was like, I'm studying quantum physics in school and we just read this book. It's called Einstein's Dreams for like a fun read for one of my classes. Like you should definitely read it. And I'm so excited. I, it's been purchased. Like I can't wait to read it because it's all about, it's like anecdotal quantum mm-hmm. physics, I believe. So you ordered it? Yeah, obviously. Oh, good for you. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Okay. So I had one high in mind, but then when Catherine mentioned last night, I... I feel like my last night was, like, a little bit of a high as well. Like, I, I wouldn't say it was, like, the absolute time of my life, but just, like, the concept of it was kind of a high. I went to one of my best friend's frat semi-formals. I'm not joking when I say that I have not been to a single frat party or event this whole year, and I'm almost done with the first semester of the year. It just has not been what you I've done You know what? I love year. everything about that. And I love that so much because I, sorry, I love that for you if you, if you love it, like, truly, but there's if just something thing, about a like, frat party that, like, up. I have a really hard time enjoying it. But this one, one of my best friends needed a date to his semi-formal, and it was happening on a boat. 
like on Seaport, Boston. And I love boats. Boat. So it was the I craziest love boats. And so for me, I was like, okay, the regular frat party I, is just not usually my thing. However, this is one of my good friends and a couple other friends were going who I haven't really spent that much time with. And it's on a boat and it's like a semi-formal. So it's a little bit more like exclusive. It's a little bit classier. And so I went and it ended up being kind of late at night, which I wasn't like that psyched about. But I honestly like ended up having a really good time. And I was just happy that like I did my own thing with it. I didn't drink much at all because I knew that I had like a lot of work that I had to get done this morning. And I just wanted to feel good this week going into Thanksgiving at home. So like I just didn't. And I still had a really good time and I felt a lot better waking up this morning. Not to say that it would have like been wrong to drink because obviously like you just choose your moments and sometimes you're going to do that and sometimes you're not. You you choose your battles. But I was like happy that I kind of did my own thing like with the frat situation, you know, like instead of, you know. Having to be in a frat, I'm really glad I made the most of it. I'm really really glad that I made the most of it, but I ended up having a really good time like being with my friends being on the boat, um, I didn't Our really know. Our school's also, to preface, like, it's not a frat or, like, it's, it's Greek in between. life heavy school. Northeastern's kind of in, be- so. in between. But I wish that I knew, like, I wish I wore something different. I didn't know the dress code at all because, of course, like, my guy friend is not gonna, like, give me the details of, like, what I'm supposed to wear. So I just wore, like, the most basic, like, free people spaghetti strap brown slip dress. And I have a lot nicer things that I could have worn that I wish I wore because then when I got there, like, some people had, like, long sleeve things on and some people had, like, even long dresses on and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, I just wore, like, the most simple spaghetti strap thing because I thought that, like... Look, I stand I didn't think that, like, long sleeves were gonna be, like, at a frat event. Anyways, that was... So that was kind of a high. That was a good time. I swear to God, I'm, like, up in arms that you just spent four minutes talking about frat <laughs> well okay on um, my podcast <laughs> okay and my other high that i had originally Tainting the appreciation <laughs> thought episode. of i'm a pre- okay whatever i'm appreciative that i got invited by my friend okay um warms my heart that i kind of have like a little subgenre of music in a playlist that i'm enjoying right now and it's i mean look it's it's not unique at all i'm sure everyone knows it's really um, unique fletcher no, I like You're... Fletcher. That's not even what I'm talking about. Um, it's kind of underground. <laughs> like Gracie Abrams. Um, and who's who's the other girl? Um, and you know exactly who I'm talking about. But I, I don't. It's the craziest thing. So what's her name? Um, she sings like oh, like Lizzie Mc Lizzie McAlpine. Oh. People love her. Um, I for one love her. Um, and then someone who's a little bit, and th- this is all the same vibe, like, I just put this playlist together of, like, female singers who are all this vibe, and it's just been, like, a very enjoyable, like, calming playlist. Like, I'll walk to it, I'll study to it, and it's, like, it's just, like, good vibes. Um, Holly Humberstone. Absolutely like, a lot. And then Emily James, who I think not love enough her, people know, her. and love I her. truly, like, love all of her music, so listen to Emily James. But yeah, I don't know. I've just been, like, enjoying that playlist and that music, so that's another one of my highs. And lows. My first low, actually my only low. Um, nope, there's multiple things on this list. <laughs> We're gonna start fresh. My low is that I had a finance exam and look, I took a week of school off for Italy. And like we said, absolutely take school off as long as you're like doing well and it doesn't doesn't hurt anything. Pick your battles. You know what? I picked my battles and that means I had to like reteach myself all the, like quite literally I missed every single class that was going to be on this exam. And it's corporate finance and sometimes like, sometimes it's tough. You know, if it's like, what if you mess up a number? And I'd be messing up numbers sometimes. I absolutely love math. Like, when it clicks and when you know it, it's, like, so much fun. It's one of those things that's so great when it's great and so frustrating and awful when it's not great. Right. So, I had to, like, teach myself all of this. And that's frustrating and And, awful. But I did. And I spent, like, I literally sacrificed multiple days. I would wake up, literally roll out of bed, sit at my desk until the night, and then that was that. But I learned it, and I, like, learned it well. Mm -hmm. And... I kind of bodied the exam. Now, mark my words. Last time I said I bodied my finance exam, I got a 65. Don't say it. <laughs> but, but I don't think I got a 65. I think minimum I probably got a 75. But likely I got... I'm like, if I got a 90, I would be happy. Yeah, that's great. And like, I, if I got a 90, I wouldn't be surprised. If I got a 74, I also wouldn't be surprised. So, 
who's to say? Sometimes, you know when people, professors are picky, and it's like, yeah. sometimes they're picky and sometimes they're like a little bit turn, turn a blind eye to something. Yeah. Like if you forgot a minus or whatever, like rounded wrong, that type mm. of stuff. If I rounded wrong, I would get a 74. If I didn't, then I would get a 90 if that's... So don't worry, I'll keep you guys posted. Cause... <laughs> um, and then my second one is kind of similar. Not similar, actually. Um, this morning I was all dressed for my run. I'm actually still in my running clothes. Haven't gone for a run. It's now 6.20 it's um, pitch p.m. Black. It's pitch black, dark outside, so it's safe to say I'm not going to run, unfortunately, because now I have so much pent-up energy. But um, I skipped my run this morning You could do because... like a really night, late-night gym session if you wanted to. It's up to you, though. You don't have to. I was just offering No, that. thank you. <laughs> um, and then our roommate's brother was here. Her friend was here. And so I walked out of my room, and everyone's, like, in the living Four, room. Yeah. <laughs> She's referencing a TikTok and it's someone in like their shoebox apartment and it's like all their roommates. It's like, oh, can you bring me the book from the study? And they like open a cabinet and there's a book. It's like, oh, can I just hand it to you in the foyer? And they're standing at the front door and it's It's all the same same room. Four square feet. It's all the same room. And so we are laughing so hard at that. So anyway, I walk out of my room. Everyone's in the the kitchen. Everyone's in the foyer. (laughs) Same place. And then, um, so I was like, I guess I'm just going to come to coffee with you guys instead of of going for a run because you know what quality time yeah and that's that and then oh what's your low i think that um a big low right now is that it's really cold like it's like really cold i'm not minding it to be quite honest i know sometimes i don't mind it you know but it's it's when it's cold and then there's wind i live on the third floor and she lives on the second floor of our apartment and there are only two floors there are only two floors so i live i live a floor above her it's it's crazy and i number one the sun comes in my room because it's like the top floor of the building the sun is actually blocked on their floor so it's no i get so bright it's so hot up here heat rises it's crazy it's freezing downstairs yeah roasty toast. but when i go outside and it's cold and then the wind also hits my face that's when i don't like it but i think what i don't like is that it's november 20th and i'm already feeling like it's too cold and i just know that this is just the beginning it was one week ago like literally one week it was 75 degrees and sunny yeah so i don't know what you're complaining about right Mm -hmm. now Next week, it'll be viable to complain. And my other low is that I'm kind of feeling like my social media content's, like, in a little bit of a rut. And it happens. Like, it's just another thing that, like, goes in waves. Like, feeling like I'm, like, my stuff is performing well or feeling like I'm, like, creating, like, everything that I want to be. But... Time social media to your own, own success. Yeah, exactly. But with that being said, that is kind of like a bit of a goal of this week and something that I'm really excited for having a week at home for Thanksgiving break. You know what it is? It's that love this apartment. Absolutely love existing here. Do not love taking pictures in It's here. really hard to And it shouldn't it's not an issue. It's I not an to. issue except for the fact that like part of what we do for like for what, what I we like do, to do my, is my taking pictures. And Sometimes that doesn't yeah. hit so hard in, like, yeah. a two-square-foot apartment. Yeah. And filming videos, like, it's so hard for me to film a recipe here, whereas at home, like, I'm so appreciative of my kitchen at home and how um, much more enjoyable and high-quality it makes kind of, like, the recipes and the things that I'm able to create. So that is my Stand goal. Damn my parents for living in that this house. This week. I, I love my parents. <laughs> my goal this week and just something that I'm looking forward to is being home for this week, experimenting with new recipes, filming things in my gym at home, and just being, like, proud of the content that I'm able to make this week and also getting kind of creative with it and maybe trying new things while I'm home. So that's a goal. That's something I'm excited about. That's pretty much my goal, too, because it's Thanksgiving, so obviously we're going to be back at, like, our parents' house for the week. Partial week? Partial week, However least, long yeah. we'll be there. And so, like, I don't know, having good workouts and not having... time pressure not having schoolwork not being like oh my god the clock's ticking sometimes if i'm at the gym because i go to the gym in the morning having the time pressure of being like i have to get i like 30 minutes before i have to go home because then i have to shower and then blah blah blah. but not having the time pressure will be really nice and also like getting some work that i've been pushing off done will be good and finally a new addition to the highs lows and goals for this thanksgiving special is what are we thankful for of course we are wildly thankful for you guys. If you're listening right now, if you've 
listened for a while, if this is your first time listening, if you follow the podcast or us in any way, shape, or form, we are eternally grateful for you because you guys make this real and you make it exciting and you make it everything it is. And we are forever grateful and forever indebted to you for that. Yeah. And so with that, let's talk about the power of appreciation in general. Just a little disclaimer. I said this this morning. We were talking to one of our friends about what we were recording today. And I was like, coaches don't play. And that's why I'm here speaking to you guys today. Because power of appreciation. I could get on here and like talk for an hour about all the ways to be appreciative. And all the ways that being appreciative is is powerful and is beneficial to you. And then I'm like, well, I don't do that 24-7. And I don't do that all the time. And like, that's not who I am but like low-key it is but also if you overthink it I'm like am I appreciative Mm. and am I actively intentionally appreciative 24-7 absolutely not but that doesn't mean I'm not like appreciative and then I kind of backtracked and I was like well like I am or it doesn't mean that it's not something that like you understand understand. I think it's so important for Catherine I feel like we say this for almost every like kind of big topic we talk about that you guys know, like, we are so not perfect at everything that we talk about, and everything that we talk about is us talking about it because it's something that we're learning or something that we're growing on or something that we want to learn about. Like, it's rarely something that we think that we're perfect at, and I don't think we think that we're perfect rarely. at anything. So, like, <laughs> I, it never is. Like, what would we... <laughs> I'm not... Yeah, I'm just... What would I... What would, if I had got on here and I was, like, speaking to you about something I, I like, can't think I'm, of a topic? Yeah, no. Like, what am I perfect at? You're not. Not that you're not, but, like, that'll mess general, with your head. Like, that'll mess no with one is. Head. Yeah, like, don't overthink that, honestly. Um, but anyway, so this morning I was overthinking, and I was like, can I even get on here and talk about, like, being appreciative? Because, like, am I appreciative? I just said in the beginning of this episode, like, I don't like sappy. I don't, like, I can't physically do that. Like, my brain doesn't do that. Um, my brain doesn't verbalize that, I should say. And so, like, the power of appreciation, I'm like, can I get on here and talk about that and have it be valid that it's coming for me? And, like, the answer is yes, it can, because... Am I appreciative all the time? Intentionally? No. Obviously, like, I, my brain does other things. My brain does so many things, it's not spending all of its energy being actively appreciative. However, I am appreciative, like, a lot of the time. And it's easy for me to, like, go from neutral or just, like, existing and being, and then actively being appreciative. Because, like, I, my brain does that. My brain knows how to do that. It can do that. So if you're like, oh, I'm not that appreciative, like, yes, you are. You can be. You don't have to be appreciative like 24-7 to understand what we're about to say. When I think of appreciation and like the power of appreciation and why it's important, to me, I think of the frame of mind that it puts you in to be appreciative of things and to feel grateful for things because it doesn't have anything to do with what your life is and what you have in your life but it has everything to do with how you see your life and how you feel about it you know like the act of being grateful and being appreciative people talk so much about how gratitude changes everything and gratitude is huge but gratitude is like literally just a frame of mind and a shift of your mindset and it is not a physical thing it is not a change of what you have in your life, who you have in your it's life. But it's that shifting of, of mindset. Yeah, it's not like a tangible thing. And I think it's so cool how powerful that is and how much people are like kind of conceptualizing and understanding how powerful that is because it literally is just a shift of your mindset. But what it does is there are always things that could be seen as negative in your life and there's always things that you could be seen as positive in your life. But I think then how you experience your life is about how you let those things affect you, how you filter those things, how you think about those things. And so that is where appreciation and gratitude come in. And it's kind of something that you can do actively, but also something that you can grow into being kind of your default do you want to learn a new language maybe for an upcoming trip maybe to better connect with friends who speak other languages maybe you just want a new skill rosetta stone is going to help get you there when talking about rosetta stone i always think about when we were maybe five years old and our dad started traveling to china for work he used rosetta stone for mandarin and obviously carolyn and i would use it too especially when we found out that we were going to move to asia That is such a core memory for me, and I can so vividly remember speaking into the computer, 
listening to the audio and like matching it so vividly and the best thing about rosetta stone is that rosetta stone offers a lifetime membership so you can buy the program now and get forever access to all the lessons all the languages forever so i've been using this lifetime membership to pick back up my mandarin and let me tell you rosetta stone is incredible the way that it is so immersive has me back to being confident in my mandarin so quickly and you can even start from scratch of course they have 25 languages to learn and it's immersive you learn it naturally and you should definitely check it out don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Girls with Goals listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. You know what I don't miss at all? The vicious week before your period where you just want to crawl out of your skin, not able to keep up a routine or maintain healthy habits. Because personally, I just lose all steam. I feel down or just super off and that's why happy mammoth has been so helpful these past few months happy mammoth the company that created hormone harmony is dedicated to making women's lives easier and that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women they make no compromise when it comes to quality and it truly shows. Happy Mammoth has what you need for gut health, hormone balancing, detoxification, anti-aging, beauty, mood, clarity, sleep, and even a really comprehensive quiz that will make sure you know what products are right for you. So check out what Happy Mammoth has for you and see what you might want to try. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code GOALS at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code GOALS for 15% off today. Right. I think maybe that was what I was kind of having a hard time with like this morning thinking about can I put an episode out about the power of appreciation and because I'm not I'm not like consciously appreciative 24 7 but subconsciously like I am Mm -hmm. because I could if you told me to be appreciative right now I could like switch my mindset into being appreciative that's not because I like invented that realm of my mindset or like created a new brain connection that allows me to like be appreciative it's because I am appreciative and I am able to be appreciative but I'm just not consciously doing that but understanding the power of it you are then empowered to switch your mind to being appreciative consciously anytime you want anytime you need to anytime you think that could be a little bit of extra benefit to you but that doesn't mean that when you're not in that conscious state of appreciation that you are not appreciative Mm mm-hmm Mm-hmm. something that I've been thinking about so much the past few months and feel like I'm like actually really growing into myself and I've always like a little bit struggled with is like focusing on the good like I said before there's always negative things there's always positive things but I think that the way you're you experience life is about what of those things you can focus on or how you frame your mindset around that and it's really really hard to not be stuck on negative things or not let those things affect you or like be able to filter them out in some way and so I think that I've always been someone who feels like my life has to be perfect in a sense I always it's natural to always feel like there's something missing there's something to have to work on and like almost be so hyper focused on all of those things that have to be fixed that you're not even recognizing all of the things that are going right and all of the things that there are to appreciate And so I think it's not about like ignoring that there could be some negative things, but just understanding that like both can be true at the same time. You don't have to hyper fixate on fixing the negative things so much that you're just like not appreciative of positive things at all. But you can say, I'm not so happy about how this is going, but it's giving me more time to focus on this or but this thing in my life actually feels really good right now. Like both can be true always for like every situation that's definitely hard though I remember I definitely said this like probably a year ago on a podcast but so I don't remember exactly what it is but the brain like your brain takes negatives harder than than it takes positives or like negatives are more impactful to your brain than positives are so if it's like someone took away ten dollars but then gave you twenty dollars that's gonna hit harder like you're gonna feel bad about it even though you just gained ten dollars you know what I mean something like that That was whatever take the example with the grain of salt but like negatives hit harder impact you more than positives too Mm. I think sometimes I also feel guilty if I don't give the negative things the time of day or not really guilty but like it feels wrong 
because you feel like those things should have so much power and they should affect you so much because it's like this pressure to like have things going on yeah or like the pressure I feel like we talk about this a lot or I think about this a lot is like if you're doing well like it's I feel like there's so much pressure to either be like high highs or low lows so if you're not in the if you're just neutral then you're like ooh, like should I feel bad like should I search for things to like feel bad about that's the same kind of vibe alternatively like I don't think searching for things to be appreciative about is like putting you into that high high because I'm a fan of a new fan of because I used to always be like high high low low high high low low high high low low but like the value of being neutral is so mm-hmm. wild because mm-hmm. high highs and low lows you can appreciate them but they don't change they don't like rattle you up you know um but I also think if you are acting on neutral like of course appreciate the highs experience the lows you're always like coming back to that baseline but I think you can raise that baseline over time for it to be more um mm-hmm. positive so I think appreciation is what helps you raise that baseline or stay true to that baseline so if you are in a low phase being appreciative is going to help you get back to the neutral or bring you back up and if you are like kind of neutral appreciation can you know boost you a little better like give you those little mm-hmm. little bumps in the yeah. highs of life yeah, and going off of that, like, raising your baseline kind of thing and over time and all of those things that you just said, I think it really can be a fake it till you make it kind of thing. I think that's true with any sort of mindset, any sort of, like, toxic thought patterns that you want to break, habits that you want to break. Like, gratitude and appreciation, just like any other way of thinking, like, it's a habit. Like, the ways that our brains think think are just hardwired in our head like we have some sort of trigger that is something and then our brain has a natural path that it takes and that's our comfort zone and even like we talked about this last episode something about comfort zones comfort zone doesn't necessarily mean the most positive thing it just means what your brain and your body are used to doing so your comfort zone could very easily be a negative thought pattern but that is what you're used to and so breaking out into a more positive thing feels uncomfortable for your brain that's not how it's hardwired you have to fake it till you make it kind of or like almost fake it until that's true so sometimes you might say you're grateful for things and start telling yourself you're grateful for things and it doesn't seem to come as naturally but the more you say it the more your brain gets comfortable with taking that path instead the more you can train it to naturally take that path and I think that's kind of where I'm getting at right now is like especially having this podcast talking through so many topics that like we're working on and things that we're thinking about at the same time we've always told you we're not there yet and I think I'm kind of getting to a point Um, where no (laughs) beep beep okay we're not there yet I don't like that once again it's the same thing as like higher not that I'm saying I don't like the concept I don't like the phrasing of it okay because it's like the whole thing of like working towards the higher best version of myself that means that person is not you that means that you are not there sure you're not there yet but that like um i don't like i don't like that okay the more you separate separate yourself like you absolutely you can grow you can evolve you can change that doesn't mean you aren't you in this moment i think striving for like the best version of yourself not that i haven't said this like 16 times over (laughs) but the phrasing of that puts you and like this future version of you this alternative version of you mm-hmm. it separates the two and when you separate you from like who you quote unquote want to be or who you in the future whatever now you're two different people now you're like pushing yourself away from that and you're so disconnected from it and it number one it makes you feel bad mm-hmm. and number two it makes it like almost impossible because when you separate the two there are always things that you can change to become the quote-unquote next version of yourself. That's not because another version is better than who you are right now. It just means that that's like the next evolution. You are always yourself. It's always a part of you. It's just an evolution. You're growing. Like, you're getting... You move through time. Mm-hmm. I feel like when we put this better version of ourselves separate from who we are right now, it puts it almost like static. It puts you on the same plane, and that means you're two different people and that's impossible to get to but when you put it all inside yourself and put it on like 
an evolution track, then it's doable. Mm. You feel connected to it, and that's when it's going to be, like, effective. And that's when it's actually, like, real and valuable because, like, you are yourself in this moment. Nothing is bad about it. Sure, there can be things to, like, change and work on, but that's the evolution part. Continue. So, to rephrase. Thank you. I talk about things on social media and on this podcast that are things that I'm learning and things that I'm growing on and things that I'm, like, working on myself. And I have kind of been in this phase the past couple months where I'm, like, I feel like things are actually starting to be really true for me and like such as be really natural such as being appreciative and being grateful and such as like focusing on the good and having more positive mental health like truly the past couple of months I feel like I have been so good at like handling more negative things or even just little things that like used to be able to bother me so much I've been so much better at filtering out the negative things and focusing on good things because I know that there's going to be bad and there's going to be good and it's about what I focus on and that's going to give me the positive or negative energy. And so with that, I think that I have naturally been a lot more appreciative this past couple months. I think it it's definitely has to do with like how we have these conversations all the time and honestly, maybe that I'm just kind of like growing up in general like I'm like 20 not 17 when I like started talking about these things on social media so true and also like having our own apartment now and just feeling like I have a bit more independent of a life maybe it's because I went to a little bit of therapy over the summer I don't know but I'm feeling these past couple of months I'm like wow I why I are you having a breakthrough like on like mic right now because I just am. Like, I'm kind of feeling like myself and feeling like <laughs> gratitude and positivity like is coming a lot more naturally. And so what that looks like for me, kind of, is like... I don't know exactly. what I'm say. Honestly, I couldn't exactly. have said it better. I don't even know what I'm saying right now. I don't know what I'm, like, saying about Because it. you came in so hot and I, can't, I wanted to know <laughs> what you're... I wanted to know what it was all about. Like, what does, like... I'm trying to put into like what is an actual actionable like what actually is appreciation it's honestly it's just a vibe like sometimes it's kind of hard i'm having a hard time putting into like what is appreciation but it's like i feel like i'm like doing things it's not a thing like I it's know. not an actual it's thing not it's not tangible just, like we said at the beginning why can't tangible I, like, is my favorite word it. i think if we like listen to all the podcast episodes and you probably say it i say it at least 10 times every single episode. I love the word tangible because we talk about so many intangible things and, like, that's what I love to talk about and love to think about and I think appreciation is intangible. So, Caroline, absolutely, if she's saying, like, I've been so appreciative, blah, blah, all that stuff, absolutely she has. It's so hard but for it me doesn't to tell mean you that what that actually yeah. kind of looks like or feels like right now. But for me, it's like... I was saying earlier that I feel like my, like, social media content the past few weeks maybe, like, isn't performed that well or I've been, like, it isn't exactly what I want it to be. That's something that, like, would have sent me into, like, an identity crisis or a spiral before. But I'm kind of being okay right now, being like, but I I appreciate the people who do support me and the platform that I have. And I know that I'm going to be able to go home and I'm so appreciative of the space and the time that I'm going to have at home to be able to, like, recenter myself and get creative with that. So that's kind of a moment where I'm, like, that sort of thing would feel so negative for me and, like, hit me before. But I just naturally have a more appreciative mindset around it. I think appreciation does two things. One, it helps you see how much you already have and how much you already, like, can be grateful for that opens up your eyes a little bit to that number one appreciating the existing number two it opens you up to receive more good things in your life it opens you up to be more appreciative of things like if you're conditioned to be appreciative things that you either may have like overlooked before you can now appreciate and boom like more good things in your life or the more you appreciate, the more to be appreciated will come to you. A little, like, vibrational check there. Mm. A little, like, openness moment there. But I think 
First thing that appreciation does is open your eyes to the existing. Second thing that appreciation does is open you to more things to be appreciated. More things to be appreciated. More things, more things to appreciate. It gets you on both sides. Mm-hmm. It really does. And I think being appreciation. Oh my god, being appreciation. Being appreciation. I think being appreciative it like slows down your life a little bit because it makes it more detailed. Mm-hmm. If you're not appreciative, going back to the first pillar of appreciation I guess of the existing things that you can be appreciative of when you are intentionally appreciative it slows down life and it makes life more detailed because things that you would have like walked past or just not thought of it slipped your mind like you don't pick up on it now you're picking up on those things they didn't just appear out of thin air like they didn't they weren't created they've always been there in your life but you didn't notice it you didn't take the time to think about it and like be appreciative of those things whether it's like your walk to work you pass like some flowers or just your walk to work in general being able to like fresh have that time to get fresh air and be with yourself and walk maybe it's like oh you're like riding the subway and there are all these people and like normally you wouldn't have looked at the people around you and you like start to notice oh this guy always rides the same train as me every morning oh like i love this time because I get to, like, listen to a podcast or your drive to work, whatever it is. Mm. Or things maybe, are, like, mundane things that you wouldn't have noticed and now you're appreciative because, like, they're able to be appreciative. Yeah. Examples are endless. Yeah. And maybe it's, like, if you're in school or even if you're working, but it's, like, if you're in school, oh, my God, it's so easy to be, like, oh, like, I have assignments to do. I have so much work to do. But it's, like... I mean, you signed up for that, and you're getting an education, and you're at, like, a school that you worked hard to get into. Right. Isn't that, that mean, something to be appreciative of? And it doesn't it never, mean don't be stressed, but yeah. you could look at it in another way. You could, you could leave the stress and, like, oh, my God, I'm so busy. Oh, my God, this is such hard work. You can leave that thought there and still have it exist while you, at the same time, mm-hmm. are appreciative of it. Yeah, it's so never toxic positivity like we're ignoring that obviously like work is work but it might be like I have this work right now but like I can do it and I'm grateful that I'm getting this education and like I have the thing to work towards and then it can actually feel like a really fulfilling thing speaking of toxic positivity Mm. obviously not into toxic positivity the same time not into toxic not positivity when you have big goals in a busy schedule like all girls with goals listeners do because that is exactly why we are here it can be so difficult to actually find time for wellness even though it's a core value for all of us small wellness habits can easily be buried by everything we have going on this is why we have fleur marche Fleur Marche delivers simple, quality, affordable wellness solutions for life's daily challenges. It's founded by women and inspired by the female dreamers, hustlers, and activists on the front lines of change, and their mission is to help you feel 100% every single day with fun and easy-to-understand plant-powered wellness products. Caroline and I have both been using the Fleur Marche Botanical Wellness Patches and have really, really enjoyed them because they're so easy and honestly so cool. They're different than a lot of the products I've used in the past for sleep, relaxation, focus, and relief, which are just some of the patches that Fleur Marche offers. Because they're both effective and fun, I think that's why I've been more intentional about this wellness habit with Fleur Marche because I actually enjoy using the patches. So go check out all the patches and all the products that Fleur Marche has for you and try them for yourself. Find your new wellness essentials at fleurmarche.com and get special discount just for our listeners. Get 20% off your first order site-wide with the promo code GOALS at checkout. Go to F-L-E-U-R-M-A-R-C-H-E.com and use code GOALS for 20% off your first order. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I that just made me think of I had a class last year, like literally first semester of last year, and it was about 
mm, I forget the name of the class, but it was a lot of like, oh, it was called Selling Spirituality. Super cool class. Um, Definitely made me think a lot because I didn't necessarily agree with my professor's opinions. And it was a lot of like the opposite of toxic positivity. It was more, it was so much like, fuck toxic positivity, grr, only negativity allowed. And I was sitting there like, no, that's not what it is. Now I just feel bad. But the whole class is about, like, the marketing of spirituality and, like, yoga practice and mindful practice. And it was super cool. At the same time, my professor was, like, just shitting on it. Every single day we showed up to class and she was, like, angry and upset. And that's, mm. like, of course, like, valid to be angry and upset about toxic positivity. But let's that not doesn't make it mean go extremely in the opposite direction. That always bothered me, mm-hmm. and it was almost it was to the point where like it wasn't the culture of the class wasn't didn't like foster conversations. So I just had everyone just had to like suck it up and listen to toxic negativity at the time. But I think that kind of reframed my opinion of and just how I view positivity or like the balance of positivity and negativity. And I think neutralizing them, like I said in the beginning, like living in the neutral rather than the highs and the lows. And um, understanding that appreciation exists in the middle there. And mm-hmm. appreciation isn't, like, toxically positive. Appreciation is just, like, a powerful tool. Sometimes I also think when you're going through something really difficult or you're having, like, more negative feelings, I can be appreciative of the fact that, like, I'm experiencing something at all or feeling something at all because while obviously difficult situations can be really difficult in the moment like sometimes sometimes, fun, sometimes, sometimes it's like fun. it's a it's a plot point or that's what it's I'm saying sometimes it's a it's life like, experience mm. and sometimes i can like find gratitude in that in general where i'm like this is an absolute shitty situation and it's so difficult but i can find some sort of appreciation for the fact that like i mean life is life it's not always mm-hmm. good it's not always bad and i think sometimes the more experiences you can fill it with, positive or negative, and hopefully more positive than negative, but negative's a part of it too, just make up life. And there's also the whole aspect of like, you're going to learn something from it. You're going to grow from it. But That's even in the moment- Don't think about that in the moment. Even like, do in the if moment, like you, you're you experiencing like a human experience. And I think that in itself, you can find some level of appreciation for too. Not to say that it negates whatever negative experience you're going through. It's just another thought to have yeah. at the same time. Sometimes, like, I've been downright, like, lows to the lows. And it's just, like, sometimes I'm like, this is it's so interesting. It is. Like, it how does my so brain absurd. come up with that shit? You know, it's just, <laughs> like, it's crazy. Yeah. But definitely, I think you can have appreciation and, like, emotions coexisting. Mm-hmm. Whatever they are. I had the thought that... A big piece of appreciation, I think, is also what you speak out into the world. It's so natural when people, like, ask you about how something is doing or how something's going to, like, be kind of negative on things, you know? Like, to default, to, like... I feel like people will be like, oh, like, it's so cold today. The weather's so cold. I mean, that was my oh, love. Like, the weather's so my... cold. But, like, people... I think it's very easy to, like, have, like, a negative conversation because maybe it seems, like... Easier. Yeah, easier or, like... Less It almost feels like you're, like, bragging or something if, like, yeah. you say, like, things are going well. It is so energizing to you and to the people around you to speak positively and say things are going well. The other day, my professor was, like the beginning of class he's like how's everyone doing and everyone's like eh, I was dead and I was like so good and he was like that sounds sarcastic and I was like he was like what's wrong and I was like no literally like nothing like yeah. I just said so good am but I like, good no it's like, like body to finance exam mm-hmm. one my 90 my 99 yeah. surely guys I got 100 who knows what you if know, I did get like, 100 sit, like I probably could that's could've. so true like professors are always like how is everyone and people are like eh, okay like what is whatever tired you know, it's so much more natural because you don't want to... Just societal culture is negative. Yeah. I, for one, don't like but it. But you're, then you're speaking that into existence. It's like, yeah, you might be tired, but, like, maybe you're also good. You know? like I was, I was saying, tired. Like, I could say I tired, so good, but though. I could also say, like, I'm, I'm good. I'm excited about this thing I'm doing later today. I'm this, I'm that. Or it could be like, oh, it's so cold out. Oh, I'm so tired. Blah. You know, there's all, you can always complain. And you can always find something positive. And, like, you can do both. You're so allowed to complain. But also observe, like, what you speak into existence. Because 
what you say frames your mind and frames then how you actually are experiencing your life. I think all of these points can apply to like I think we just talked a lot about like environmental points yeah life situations but all the same you know ideas can be applied to relationships and yourself as I was coming up with the different kind of realms of appreciation my three were environment relationship and self so environment is you walking around looking around like the things around you you can be appreciative of those like physical things relationships you can be appreciative what is going on? I cannot <laughs> pronounce this word. You can be appreciative of the people in your life, like the physical people in your life. You can also be appreciative of how those people make you feel, the things that they do, all those little things that are maybe more conceptual and more like vibe-based. And then yourself, I think, would be almost completely vibe-based. Mm-hmm. Of course, you can be appreciative of like your physical body, the things that you're capable of doing with that. But you can also be appreciative of like the way you think and the way you treat people and the things that you're interested in and all these other kind of conceptual like things about yourself are mm-hmm. able to be appreciated. When it comes to <laughs> appreciated. <laughs> when it comes to relationships, I think that's an area where you have to be pretty intentional about it because there are endless amounts of people in the world so if you kind of have a glass half empty mentality like there's always somebody that doesn't like you there's always somebody that's not friends with you there's always something that's lacking like maybe you're not in a romantic relationship but like you have friends but you're focused on the fact that you're not dating anyone and that's lacking maybe your family situation isn't that great but you have some good friends maybe like there's always like nobody has perfect relationships in every aspect of their life and even if they do have great relationships in every aspect of their life there are always more people that are possible to be had so there is always a way to frame it negatively and so because of that I think it's it's something that you kind of do have to be a little bit intentional about looking at things positively and I think it's always hard like friends are always hard and I have always kind of felt like on the outside like I've always felt like other people are more embedded in a friend group than I am other people always have more friends other people always know more people and all of this than I do but I'm kind of okay with that now and I don't know that I was ever like super not okay with it but I was always like thinking like oh but like I will find my people I will will that there was always uh, there was always negativity attached to it And now I'm like, okay, maybe I don't have a perfect friend group or a big friend group by any means, but I honestly do have a lot of great people in my life. And I'm so appreciative of that, of like those specific people. I could be looking at it in the way that like I'm lacking a big friend group. I'm lacking friends in my hometown. I'm lacking like seeing a lot of my extended family and not for like any reason but I just feel like I like haven't for a lot you know there's like so many different areas that could be looked at more negatively but at the same time like I do have a lot of relationships that I am appreciative of and it feels a lot better to give appreciation to those people both in my head and also to them than to be hung up on you know the relationships that I don't have and I also think that like actually giving appreciation to the people that you appreciate in your life is crazy because I think a little goes a long way I don't think that people outwardly appreciate other people quite so much these days and so I think that like showing a little bit of appreciation like with words or actions goes such a long way like if somebody got you like a thoughtful little gift or like picked you up like your favorite snack or food or like got you flowers for something or something i would like that. love to do an episode on like love languages because think about this a i've lot. always wanted to too because i didn't know if you would want to i've always like, wanted to like do you could have asked the, the things ourselves and like present kind of what ours are and talk through it I've oh i know what mine is to. my giving is um acts of service and like gift giving but gift giving wait in no the save form it don't of- say it all let's save it let's do an episode <laughs> all right guys you're gonna you're gonna have to wait because i think ours are a little bit different and i think it's interesting what are yours why well, i don't want to get into it <laughs> but i do think that like we show appreciation and stuff a little bit differently sometimes so true 
Um, so there's that. But when somebody, like, think about somebody doing that to you or somebody saying something to you, like, literally just the words, like, I really appreciate you. It takes such little effort to create such a big impact. And honestly, because I miss you, like, so many, like, such simple, like, not even that vulnerable ways to, like, just show your appreciation for My things are, like, I will, like, services, you're saying. Like, acts of service. Yeah. Is my, like, effort thing mm-hmm. but it that takes, shows your it takes too. minimal effort and it makes such a big impact like it's so easy i almost feel like it is so rare people showing appreciation that you could like like one person could do like an act of service thing like that or like you know what i mean like you know like get you something do something thoughtful for you or say something like i appreciate you as a friend it would be so hard to ever break the friendship after that you know what I mean? Well, you'd be surprised. <laughs> yeah, you would be surprised. Someone in my... I did a little, like, Q&A box on my Instagram today, and someone was like, what do you do? Like, my best friend and I just, like, had a friend break up. Like, what do I do? And I was like, damn, that sucks. Like, that that sucks. That's so bad. Because that hurts worse than anything. Like That's another episode we could do. Friend break. Yeah, we've been, I've, we've been saying that we're going to do that forever, but I Final. feel like it takes it... I'll write it down. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. It takes, like, some speaking on. But that's something people ask about that a lot, and it's so common. Let's do that in, like, the upcoming. Put it in my notes. So now let's get into the double take. Question one. Um, this is, I don't have an answer for this question because someone, this is, like, my third time that someone's asked this today, and I think it's super cool, but unfortunately, I don't know enough to answer it or like give an answer that I'm like confident about but how do you train for hormone balance Mm. and I just think that's such a cool concept because I know you can but I'm not about to give you like doctorly advice on this so like maybe that's a research topic but we do have a very recent episode just a few episodes ago with Carolina Salazar who is a certified hormone specialist on just cycle syncing 101 hormone health 101 and like I honestly just think like the kind of the basic understanding you would want to know about what hormone health is and the different things that like it can affect and also how you can make sure yours is good. (laughs) Number two, how do you know if you're on the correct career path? Is it just a feeling like you belong there? Number one, imposter syndrome, like you can always find things to like question, but I don't know where you're coming from or like what prompted you asking this question, but like if you are questioning it, a lot, then I would say maybe think about other routes or other opportunities. I think career paths are so interesting because you see your life in this moment right now, but that doesn't mean you don't have like 50 more years of like career. And that I mean, I'm like a positive way. You have so much time and space to try things out and like do everything Mm -hmm. you want to do. So yeah, if you want to switch like all the time in the world to switch and maybe build up another career that you would enjoy more nothing ever has to be forever and I think it's so so common for people to like have multiple career paths in their one lifetime and it's probably a lot more interesting that way because it's natural to get burnt out on one topic or one thing and be kind of ready to learn something new and apply yourself to something new so I don't think that anything ever has to be forever or that there has to be like one career path I'm struggling to balance studies and social time. It's either all or nothing. Any tips? I would say, like, yes, it is. It doesn't have to be all or nothing. But micro level, like, day to day, for me, it's kind of all or nothing. That, But when you think long term, like, over the course of a month, it's completely balanced. Like, for me, the other day I had an exam. Two days of my life, I was... I, All I did was study. Mm. But then this weekend... I haven't really studied or anything. Mm-hmm. Like, the yesterday, today, like, tonight, very social. Like, I realized, I used to always say, like, in the beginning, like, I'm always nervous that I'm not social enough, and that's, like, a thing because I feel like other people are more social. But people are over here. Like, I have people over for dinner all the time, and I absolutely love it, and mm-hmm. that's, like, my form of socializing because it is socializing, like, having people over, like, hosting, hanging out with people in that sense. Mm-hmm. So when I'm 
do when I'm having people over for dinner, like that's socializing. When I'm socializing, I'm socializing. When I need to study or something else is, you know, requiring my attention, like I give it my full attention. So in that sense, when I'm doing something, it's all or nothing. But it's like maybe a couple days or a day or a couple hours that I'm fully committed, all or nothing doing this. The next day will be all or nothing something else. Or obviously like during the day, like I have other responsibilities that I'm completing. So long term, it doesn't have to be all or nothing. But in the moment, it can be all or nothing. And that's not a bad thing. But struggling to balance something is definitely like trial and error and understanding that you need to change your mind to like long term because you you only have 24 hours a day you can't do everything every day Mm -hmm. it's not going to be effective yeah give your all to what you're doing when you're doing it i think is the kind of best way to find that balance similarly what is the best way to make sure you have time for gym and school at the same time so one refer to the question (laughs) i just answered but moving on to like at the same time kind of like in the same day schedule If you have school, like, I start every week, or, like, my schedule on my calendar is a blank schedule. The only reoccurring things are classes. And then I'll fill in with, like, if I have time-blocked meetings. And then I'll put my gym in there. So, like, my gym will be scheduled. And then the remaining time I'll, like, schedule if I want to study or, like, go for a walk. But those are flexible, the flexible things. But use your schedule to your power. And... If you have time to, like, scroll on your phone for an hour, you have time to go to the gym for an hour. So, that's that. Oh, this is a good one for the holidays, actually. Last question is how to deal with negative body thoughts or people and family commenting on your body. Mm. Shut up. If someone else is commenting on your body or anything you do, that is so a them problem. Mm -hmm. Because what are they going to do? Like, when you... First of all, think of it from your perspective. Say you, like are really struggling with like how your nose looks you don't like how your nose looks when you look at anyone the first thing you're gonna do is look at their nose and like mentally make comments on their nose maybe you say them out loud but like don't but so someone else if someone is commenting on what you're eating how you're exercising what you're wearing what you're how you look that's a them problem because that's what they're struggling with about themselves that has nothing to do with you and it shouldn't um that doesn't mean it doesn't affect you and that's not absolutely shitty but I feel like going into the holidays when you're around family maybe you haven't seen them in a while I just feel like it people feel like they have the availability Mm. to comment on everything you do I think if people are gonna make negative comments about anything all I think you should do is just question them like why no question them back question them back like act so calm and like nonchalant but if someone's like oh like you're being oh like you're you have to be healthy like you're eating that just be like why do you care yeah just like i love a vegetable act like you're so confused by them no genuinely act confused act confused that's the best way to do it be like wait like i don't understand why do you care i don't get it i don't get it if someone makes fun of like how your clothes just be like what do you mean why oh wait why why? Like, why? I just make them but say like, it because then they realize that they're be being like, rude. so confused. And then they because won't have an answer because two it's options. not real. There are two options when you question them. If someone, like, I don't know, says something about your outfit or your body or something, I just be like, why? I'm confused. Why are you saying that? And then they either have to, like, they're going to be, like, dumbfounded. They they're either, either going to dig they themselves into a hole. They either have to admit that they were being rude and judgmental. They either have to say, oh, I said that because I was being rude and judgmental. Or they're going to be like, uh, 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 I, I don't know. And dig themselves into I don't a hole. Like, and they, they're going to back check. Right. Question Cause, cause everything. No power. <laughs> Literally, that's why I said it's so valid. It's, like, so important around the holidays. Another thing that I would love to talk about is picture it. You're at family Thanksgiving. Family Christmas, family holiday party, whatever it is that you are celebrating with family or like an extended group of people that may feel a need to comment on what you're eating, what you're doing, what you're blah, 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 blah. If you go up to like get a second round of food, if you fill your plate half the way with greens and the rest of your family like doesn't eat greens, why is that an issue? Once, like if someone, this is what I really don't get is if you put vegetables on your plate, if you're eating healthy, if you're, like, whatever you're doing, if someone questions you eating healthy, like, that's so invalid 
It doesn't affect them in any way whatsoever. That doesn't whatsoever. affect them. And my favorite, if someone, people would always be like, if someone says things, or if someone says like, oh, you're going to eat all that? Yes. Keep walking. Like, like yes. Pro- maybe. Keep know. walking. Know, probably. Like, question them. Because it's not about you, it's about them. And that's mm-hmm. just, it's wild to me that people do that, but it's because it's a them problem. Yeah. In terms of your own, like, body thoughts and body confidence and that kind of stuff, I would just say, like, try to put yourself in a situation where, like, you can feel as confident as possible. So, like, an outfit that you feel most, like, yourself and most comfortable in. Like, I don't know, do maybe, like, doing your makeup a certain way that you like. Whatever you can do just to feel the most comfortable and confident in yourself, I would start there. And then otherwise understand that, like, Beyond that, it's beyond you. Yeah, I don't, there's just so there's just so many layers and so much that you, like, could say about that. And we have specific body image episodes as well that, like, I would listen to to dive more specifically into that because there's it's just so nuanced. There's so many different pieces to it. Thank you guys for listening. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Another reminder, quick plug, to follow Girls and Girls Pod on Instagram, follow at and Catherine Kneen on Instagram, at Carolyn Kneen on Instagram for merch updates well just and for, so ev- can get for and everything in general yeah, but, but this also is what's like link pressing in the, and this is what's box. going on right now like the merch is happening i know it's not waiting for anyone so get on it happy we'll holidays <laughs> have a great hopefully break i hope all of you get a if little you bit get a of break, a break if from you celebrate thanksgiving happy thanksgiving if you don't still just like enjoy enjoy the winter season honestly and we'll see you next monday bye, bye.